All right, before we get going, guys, if you go to Green Mountain Dental Group right now, get your teeth clean, get an x-ray, get an exam, you will walk out of there with a free Sonicare toothbrush, a top-of-the-line electric toothbrush. It's a game-changer, a life-changer, leads to healthier teeth, a healthier mouth, healthier overall health. Uh, so hit up Green Mountain Dental Group. It's where a lot of us here at DNVR go. Our sales director, Lindsay, she had a great experience there. So again, hit up Green Mountain Dental Group located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush today when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Right now, he needs to be aggressive to make sure that his presence is felt on the court, just like that. Oh, good move. Murray, boy, still able to keep control of the basketball. Oh, oh, Murray, he's doing it all. The only thing he's doing, 8 for 10, 22 points, 4 for 5 from the three-point line. Holy crap, we are on. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Winner's Lounge. Yes! Guys, yeah. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm emotional. I'm so many things. This was... I don't even recognize you. I don't, I don't recognize myself. This is, I mean, sports, they give us the best and the worst of all things. They really do. And this is like, we get to sit here and, and just kind of pontificate on what was one of... I mean, honestly, one of the greatest individual performances we've ever seen from a Denver Nugget. Without question. A, a heroic effort against, you know, so many different, like, things going on. Nuggets back against the wall. And you get that performance from that player. And it's just, I can't imagine. This is going to be such a fun winner's lounge. I can't wait. Keep that we're, funky music going. Gonna, oh we got, God. we're still playing. We got Return of the Mac going to lead us in. Then we get the funky music. Guys, can it be a better start to this? I'm going to be control? insufferable. <laughs> the first player always since Allen Iverson in 2001 to drop three straight 40 plus games. Before long, we're going to have, it's going to be the first player since Jamal Murray. I mean, he's playing know, at that man. kind of level that Seriously. he is now becoming the baseline for historic performances. Before we get started, of course, guys, I'm Adam Mattis. I'm joined by Brendan Vogt in the flower shirt. Brought his A game. I brought my A game. So what, then what did Jamal Murray bring? I mean, like his A plus plus yeah. game. Uh, over here, D-Line Co. Uh, guys, I feel alive. Oh, my God. I feel alive. I feel alive, too, but I also just feel like, I mean, I'm exhausted again. These Nuggets games are, are exhausting in the best possible way. You know, they're exhilarated. They take so much out of you in this one. I, I actually really appreciate the Nuggets sort of taking the super stressful down the stretch run away from us so it was like it was still stressful this is it was stressful. Know. i'm just saying like yeah like, have like, you ever held your breath over a 10 point lead like i know that i know life? that's what that's how you know like honestly the only way you don't feel stressed at the end is if you're up 20 and even then you're kind of like whatever but yeah this uh 
Guys, there's a lot to get into. I mean, Jamal Murray, we're going to talk an enormous amount about him, and rightfully so. I mean, what what an incredible performance. He gets 50 points, guys, on 24 shots. 9 of 12 from the three-point line. Ridiculous. I mean, his three-point shot has just, like, arrived. We get the return of Gary Harris. Um, we get some crazy... I mean, I feel a little bit like the Nuggets are find, figuring some things out. We're going to talk about all oh of that. God, but we have to start, as I always do, by asking you what the biggest takeaway is from this game. Brendan, what is the biggest takeaway? And you can get a little hyperbole, I guess, if you want to here. What's the biggest takeaway from this incredible game? So, a couple games it was. All right, I get Jamal's a star. I was wrong. I, I, I sold him short. Is Jamal a superstar? I mean, we've knocked his consistency. <laughs> and this is three straight games at the highest level with his back against the wall, scoring outputs that you haven't seen from anyone since AI. That includes Donovan Mitchell, yeah. who's on the other side of the court, just tearing it up. Who could have poss not have possibly played at a higher level all series until Jamal comes in and is arguably playing better. My Unbelievable. Is I mean, honestly, you could argue at this very moment. In fact, I think you probably should that he's been the best player in the series. And right now there's two best players in the series. They're going head to head and it's incredible. But after tonight, it's not crazy to say that Jamal Murray has been the best player in the series. Superstar good. And, you know, for I'm not a, a basketball historian. I'm a young dude as it is. But for those of you who have been watching forever, you tell me, I mean, how many shooting duels have you seen like this? This is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Um, B-Ball Breakdown called it the greatest duel, playoff duel we've seen. I don't know if I'm ready to go that far in part because it's the first round of the playoffs, but if you just look at numbers, if you just look at the tough shot making, I mean, people early in the series when Denver was taking the brunt of it was talking about how bad Denver's been defensively, which has been true in part. There's certain things we're going to talk about, but the shot making from, from key players in this series has been incredible on both it's sides. Both sides. Oh, it's been ridiculous. It's been ridiculous, and I don't know how much of this is bubble. I don't know how much of it. I really don't know what's going on, but guys right now are hitting incredible shots and none more than Jamal Murray. Biggest takeaway. I don't know how the biggest takeaway could be anything other than the ascension of Jamal Murray. Like, I, I, I mean, hey, I don't what know. Is I, another, but I, I, is I that, is it the ascension, or yes. is, has he ascended? We're in. That's the thing: is the ascension is still rising. He's we still ascending. We, we don't know where it's going to stop. Like he just keeps topping himself. Like it's unbelievable. It's it's truly unbelievable. I mean, these numbers are insane. Fifty points is crazy when you take thirty-five shots. It's like wow, what an efficient fifty-point game. He did it on twenty-four shots. He had more than two points per shot. Two points per shot for the <laughs> entire game. And how many of those were like? Not easy. They were they were isolation. They were one on one. They were pressure filled. They were. I mean, that last three to give him fifty, and actually the last two threes were both like, you guess you gotta you gotta you know nuggets in a hole. You gotta dig them out. You gotta come up with something crazy. And he delivered on both of them. I oh mean, God. honestly, I I so I saw Chad Andrews, friend of the show, watches a lot of basketball. He says, ladies and gentlemen, you just witnessed the greatest performance in Denver Nuggets history. I, I, I'm, I'm not my al almanac. My Denver Nuggets almanac does not go back far enough to say to, to say for sure. It's in the running to me of my lifetime. We're talking the last 25 years. I don't know that I have seen a better performance, especially when you put the weight of what was happening, what has happened in the series with Jamal specifically for him to play up that one. I mean, I don't know what else I can say, guys. Yo, I cannot believe we didn't get to be in person for that. Like, can you <laughs> I imagine what that uh, would yeah. have been like? In well, it would have been Utah. Which well, one made it but, or the one before it, though, also. There's uh, a second takeaway, though, guys, and I'm sure you're on the same page with me. How about the return of Gary Harris yeah. tonight, who could not play a ton of minutes, did not have a lot to give offensively, but what a difference, difference he made. Difference maker. 
Um, I mean, if you were thinking Jordan Clarkson looked a little quiet tonight, a lot of that was Clint. Gary. If at times Mitchell looked a little quiet or, or lost the ball in transition, that was Gary. I mean, in the first quarter, down the stretch, he is such a better defender, perimeter defender, than anyone else on this team, including Craig. And when you have him out there, you can slide Craig over to guard a Mike Conley, which works, works much better. So, look, I mean, Gary Harris does not have to be 100% to put his fingerprints on this outcome. Yep. He already did in Game 6. So Gary Harris tonight, he goes one for four from the field. He's a plus 16 in 20, base, under 21 minutes. He's a plus 16. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And it was a loud plus 16 because yep. just like you said, look, Denver, I said this before, and Denver holds the Utah Jazz to 107 points tonight. And I say holds in air quotes because, look, it's hard to, in the playoffs right now, it's hard to stop anybody, yeah. let alone a team that had it going like they did. Yeah, I was but, told that uh, in the playoffs things slow down and people don't score as much. Yeah, yeah, this bubble, man, I'm <laughs> telling you, guys are just making everything. But you – to your point, Donovan Mitchell can still go off, and he had a great game tonight. What do you have, 40-something points tonight? 44. 44. So it wasn't like he was a scrub tonight. But Denver's been giving that up, plus Jordan Clarkson, plus Mike Conley, right. plus Joey. They've been giving up a little everything because it's you overcommit to starting one, stopping one thing. There's nobody. Gary Harris tonight really was just an eraser. It was like, no, you guys don't have an and. You have Donovan Mitchell. Yes. And then you have a bunch of B-minus options. And if you try to go to Jordan Clarkson because you need that spark, not going to happen tonight. Gary Harris is on him. I mean, he was – It's um, It really is unbelievable. We were talking about the fact that it, it you literally just throw one player into the mix, how differently the team looks – even in when he's not on the floor, because yeah. it allows you to stagger lineups in ways that is more beneficial and is can be both defensive and offensive instead of just trying to get one or the other. And Gary Harris also, it's just like there's a calmness. Yeah, like it's that that thing we talked about, like the players just sort of looking in each other's eyes. You I mean, saw Jamal and Gary like connecting yeah. on the court, like that comfortability. Like it, when he had an impact right out of the gate. I mean, he was defensively, he had some Absolutely. plays right away that you go like, oh yeah, now we've got yeah. another guy we can kind of throw out there that, that can do some no, things. And we were saying, I mean, it's funny, like you replace one player on your on the floor for your team. That's 20% of the players yeah. that you've changed out. It's so like, ridiculous that people bury Denver in their defense. They're missing two yeah. starters. Like you, This was a total game where you're reminded Yo. like, oh yeah, Denver is missing Almost half of their starting lineup. I've come to and people are just like just I'm threw that away yeah, as if it didn't matter anything. It is. I mean, it's crazy now to how it was the, the twenty thousand view look at this series. I mean, we're not out of it yet, but just like we had two games where the Nuggets just like did not want to be there. Like right, yep. They, they just got hit with bubble malaise. I, I really. If you it. really want to get optimistic, you can say Denver goes three and zero against Utah in the regular season, including yep. one in the bubble. Yep. They now are three and three against them in the playoffs, where two of those games we all sort of agree were. A lack of adjustments, some lineups that weren't working, and then the Nuggets just not not playing hard. I mean, we've said all along, these two teams are very even, and Denver has sort of outplayed them down the stretch in the close games this season. It's really started to bear out. Oh um, one other place I would go with this, and not to bring it down a little bit, but Paul Millsap in this series, really struggling. I mean, he gets 19 minutes tonight, which is what about about what he's been playing, and those are all coming in a row. The first seven or eight minutes of the game tonight – first six seven minutes of the second half and those minutes were really rough do you guys i mean i it, it's hard to make an adjustment going into game seven but i think if you look on the dark side you say okay he's going to be a guy that's going to play 19 20 minutes a night in game seven and those minutes denver's been getting murdered you feel very uncomfortable positive side is denver now for six straight quarters 
has absolutely murdered the Utah Jazz when they've been able to play what I would consider to be a regular lineup. One center, one stretch yep. big, and three guards, which oh, is what man. the entire NBA plays now. And when they do that, they completely destroy Utah. You said tonight, which was crazy to hear out loud, if the Nuggets can just survive their starters' minutes. Their starters' be. minutes, yeah. Um, but, but usually when we talk about Paul Millsap, we also end up talking about Jeremy Grant. And we have to tonight because yeah. he was spectacular. Four of seven he hit some deep, big hit some shots. some big shots, had a big block, had, had just had some plays that, like, Look at this. We're, we're not used to – you know, know that you expect Jamal from a player wow. of his athleticism and length. Um, so I thought Grant was awesome tonight. I also, also want to shoehorn this in really quick. A lot of comments about Jamal Murray's apparently awesome postgame interview. We did not get to see it, so we yeah, won't talk we, about that. We're looking but. at video of him yeah. walking up the ramp right now, getting really emotional. None of us have had a chance jersey. to check this out, and I see the comments talking about it. I mean, I mean, so I couldn't be more impressed with Jamal Murray really dating back to when he returned from injury. You know, it kind of coincided with the Nuggets struggling, but he was incredible. You go on this hiatus, you come back, and remember, I was really impressed with him, and this is a weird thing to say, but I was really impressed with his first media availability. This was coming right after George Floyd, right, right. after that whole part, and right. he has a, me a meeting with There's the media, and look, maturity. Jamal Murray, in my opinion, I'm not trying to rag on the worst qualities of this guy, you know, right after his, his highest moment, but... He's been growing up before our eyes. What I mean by that is when he arrived, he was, a, he was really a kid. And I don't, I'm not saying that yeah. derogatory. He's a 19-year-old. Right, literally. And we yeah. saw every year a little bit of maturity. And when, I, when we came back from the hiatus and just the conversation he wanted to have with the Denver media and the way he I, – I just was so impressed. I was like, oh, wow, this, this looks like a, a maturing young mm. man and sounds like a maturing young man. I was so impressed with it. He's come into this bubble now, played incredible in the seeding round, played incredible now in the playoffs, and, and just – and I'm guessing with the message and everything, I'm just I couldn't be more impressed with him. I mean, I talked about having you know for with him, he's had to earn it the hard way with me. I haven't just like thrown him some of these accolades. I don't know what else I can say about him right now. I don't. I can't be more impressed with him. S since pressing the wrong more. button a few months ago, he's pressed only the right buttons. Only the right since. ones, man. That's a that's a really good joke. If some of you will get it. And it's funny. Oh Jesus, that was that was really yeah, good. Yeah. That was that yeah, took yeah, me yeah. a second. Yeah. Uh, well, you're right, man. That really brought it down though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same time, man, I'm telling you, he's 23 years old. It's just wild to think we're going now into this perspective of, oh, yeah, this guy is like the age of, uh, you know, he's, he's so young. His best years are still you know years in advance. You know, you know what he looks like? He looks like a max player, baby. He does look like and a max. His, are you kidding? A max? How and, many? And his uh, his deal doesn't kick in until next year. Yeah, let's talk about that Jamal contract. Let's <laughs> let's let's hash that over again. Unbelievable. Well, let's be. Uh, here's an interesting one. How many guards in the Western Conference could have had the playoffs that he's had, the game one, the game four, the game five, and the game six that Jamal Murray's had. How many do you feel confident saying? I think Damian Lillard. Steph, I Dame, think Steph Curry. Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell because he kind of has. Yeah. Are there, I'm sure there's more in here. I mean, Chris Paul, we've seen him dominate the series, although I don't know if we've seen him dominate Not with the scoring level, like this. Though, I mean, this yeah. scoring is absurd. Jamal Murray is just – there's not that many players that can get to this high. We've said for a while, Jamal Murray's highs are so high, but he's just like this. In this I, series, that has not really been the case. I feel so arrogant about my Jamal Murray take. Oh, I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be so cocky about this Nuggets team. Should they win one more game in this series? Because they were buried. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. celebrate like I was right about the five game. Oh, I can't man. wait. <laughs> they were buried, but I'm I'm being serious. No, like, for sure. Oh, you for win sure. this series. Everybody talks about how Jokic is Jokic being exposed in the playoff series. You can't build around Rudy Gobert's defensive player of the year candidate. Team in third. Nuggets torching them. I mean. The, the narrative reversal that we are one game away from having is going to be. I just I want to say really we quick can get it. before get I it. forget, I was like half joking about the contract bit, 
but let's give Tim Connolly and Co. some credit. Jamal Murray gets all the credit for filling these shoes. But when you're a they team like it. Denver, what are your chances of signing or drafting a more talented player than Murray? Yeah. Slim to none. Yeah. And you look at what Gordon Haywood did with Utah. I mean, you don't, Jamal Murray's going to remember that they paid him before he grew into these shoes, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, and, so, and so credit to a front office that for now looks like they were right to pay the kid. Oh, yeah, you put the pennants up. Look at that. We got it. We do have some new hey, flair here. Yeah, a little here. mini, yeah, a little mini pennants. pennants I, I do like it. I, I was waiting for some natural comments to come up, but nobody said anything, so I prodded. <laughs> I, I asked the question. So Jokic in this game, it's interesting. You look at his stat line. He has 22 points, 9 assists. Oh, by the way, you're welcome, everybody, for – DraftKings pick of the lock of the week. I oh. gave it yesterday in the show. I said Jokic is going to have more than seven and a half uh, uh, assists. Everybody, let me know in the comments if you took my advice. You listened to yesterday's show. Nobody did, huh? Nobody, Nobody did. did. Somebody actually tweeted at me and said, hey, I, I just won off of that. So one person did. But um, Jokic's game tonight, it's interesting because we're not used to this version of Jokic where his primary role in, in the last two games has been to drag – Rudy Gobert away from the paint right. and often not as an on-ball player like not involved in the action and late in this game Utah panicked a little bit they stuck other players they put Rudy Gobert on somebody else and they stuck somebody else on Jokic then you go to that two-man game and it works but to me this is this is one of the reasons I think you have confidence a little bit of, as much confidence as you can going into a game seven is Utah's kind of breaking a little bit in terms of Yo, they're, they're defensively they're saying well, well shoot we can't now we have to put Gobert on some other like Tory Craig I'm, I'm, or something? I'm saying like if you look at this the way that this this entire thing is going like again Nuggets come out they win a very hard fought game very even in game one game Utah two Utah learned something in game one yes game two and three were so ridiculous like I don't even know what those games were i mean like denver they, didn't adjust they, blamed it, it, game it two on effort which was partially true but not wholly true yo, I, and you I, get back-to-back -back ass whoopings but i i don't even feel like i mean in those games we were like wow this literally feels like a betrayal the Nuggets yeah, have yep. completely given up they, they're not trying at all yeah so i don't even know what you can glean from those two losses i don't know just you can, like yeah. the, it showed that the nuggets were weak in character for a, a, some period yeah. but then they respond which shows that they have strong character <laughs> so the every rest of the game like all the rest of the games have been very close the exact same way they played out over the season and I'm, i just couldn't be more confident i mean utah's playing differently they were playing flawlessly because they were never under pressure like now you see some possessions like well why did royce o'neill just shoot that you know or or, or or what happened to just targeting mpj right or Jokic yep, exactly, even yep. every possession which i guess they did in the first half but it kind of feels like they've gone away from some of that stuff what happened to the ingles go bear pick and roll i mean it just sort of seems like the more denver has put the ball back in utah's court and the more De utah's thought about this as opposed to just playing um, we're seeing some cracks in that armor. Well, another way to put this, and we can take a break if you want to load up your, your things. Another way to look at this, Denver actually outscores Utah by 18 points after the first quarter. They give up 36 points. We talk about that starting lineup. There's some weird things going on there, and I really think it's going to be a big factor in Game 7. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But once you go away from that, the Nuggets hold the Jazz to 20 points in the second, 23 in the third, 28. If you're Utah, Yo, and you've been so scoring weird. 30 points a quarter yeah. for five and a half games, and all of a sudden now, in five of your or yeah, is it five yeah, five of your last six quarters now you've been held below that. In fact, twenty points, twenty three. So now you have four quarters now where you've scored twenty three or less. I mean you have to start questioning yourself at least a little bit. How much does that time coincide with 
the, when Gary Harris took the floor. Well, that was three of three of the five that we're talking about. Of those quarters, were were with Gary Harris. Although I don't know how much he but played I mean, in, in each game, of them. Like, in this one, yeah. In this game, like every. Okay. Well, yeah, he did. I don't know if he, I don't know if Gary Harris. He didn't play very much in the first quarter. That's so actually, maybe all of them. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I, I bet there's like a very yeah. direct correlation. Yeah. All right. Well, can uh, we hit? Maybe. A, can we hit our first break? Send in our comments. I want to read our comments here, and we'll hit a first break. Hopefully, Harrison Wynn, who's right now speaking to Jamal Murray himself, speaking to Michael Malone. We're gonna hear what what his takeaways are. But first, we're gonna get an emotionally. Yeah, we're talking charged. Denver Nuggets. We're talking Denver sports. Well, what, what are we missing? That's right, Breckenridge Brewery, oh, the official beer I did have of a DNVR. And a Vanilla Porter Jr. Uh, go Turns ahead out and, it did not work. Go, go ahead and look for that Ava Nuggets ale. Whoa, Whoa. it's Nuggets season, baby. Uh, we're over the Avalanche. Uh, but no, you can check out the Avalanche ale, <laughs> use the Breck Beer Locator, or just come to the bar. We've got all the good stuff. Breck Brew. Bar was lit tonight, fellas. Uh, look, they're it Denver. To be they're lit. Colorado. And, and so they're DNVR. We're proud to rep Breck Brew. We also have to talk about WGT Golf the most popular mobile uh, golf game in the world and also yeah. the official partner of DNVR Gaming. I turned in a really shameful round. In, in, I in, lost to you, so I guess wow. I was even more shameful. Oh, wow. Which event is this, Eric? That, you uh, that would be the Fantasy, Fantasy Open. Open. Fantasy Open. Look, just about every weekend we throw a DNVR event on, WGT. Uh, we have three clubhouses now, so many members signing up. DNVR, DNVR2, DNVR3. Search for that last one if you haven't signed up yet. That's where you'll find our tournaments. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. So download WGT, and we'll see you out there on the virtual course. Oh, nice tie. Is that all of it? That's all it. Good? All right, just spending out a fire tweet. I'm, I'm, too, uh, I'm placing Bolt. my live bet for Oh, that's right. Are you placing a live bet? What live is it going bet. on? So uh, we can. Uh, I'm going to bet that there's the nothing going on the right Vancouver now. Vancouver Canucks are the next team to score. The Canucks? Yeah, that's right. Hockey's still going on, huh? Hockey has what? some crazy hours, man. <laughs> really crazy hours. They're on the West Coast, baby. Um, you know who was... Let's talk about un, unsung heroes tonight, because when I, I thought there was actually a lot of them. Um, we talked a little bit about Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. I think he was an unsung hero. I thought Mason Plumley gave the Nuggets a very solid yep. 11 and a half minutes tonight. I know that sounds weird to it's say, true. but he had a, a solid Yo, 11 and a half. Was I picking up on legitimate MPJ Mason Plumley synergy? Uh, you might have. You might have just been seeing been, that. You might no, have been squinting really I, hard. Dude, I, they were looking for each other. I saw some pre, like dynamic passing happening between the two, like a give and go. Well, if you want a crazy statistic here, and I'm going to have to go back to rewatch this. Michael <laughs> Porter tonight, not great. One of seven. Say, Hold on. Two points. Hold on. Two points, one of seven. 12 rebounds. Hey. A team high plus 21. Hey. So I don't know. That's a Jokic stat line right there, right? Where you're like, oh, he had a horrible game. He was a team best plus 21 in Although his I limited to, minutes. I do have to say the that the synergy that my keen senses have picked up on netted two points between the two of them. Well, there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes that's, I mean, look, we're in the playoffs right now. Yeah. You need your stars to step up. Jokic tonight, 22 points. Jamal Murray stepped up double, 50 points. And then you need your role players to do some great things. And Jeremy Grant delivered. Uh, Torrey Craig, I thought, even delivered. He's another guy tonight that I thought had some very positive. Oh, for sure. He had had some classic Torrey Craig (laughs) minutes, but he had a lot of really, really good ones. So the guys, two players I kind of want to mention tonight because I think it's interesting, especially with regards to Game 7. Monte Morris, not not great tonight. He did have 10 points, three assists, no turnovers, four of six. But I just thought I didn't think he was very good today. I didn't think he was very effective, especially on the defensive end. Maybe yeah. PJ Dozier doesn't get in the game, and he played incredible in Game Five. I think he was uh, a large reason why he didn't play. I bet you just I, I bet your take on Monte is colored by your desire for composure. I don't know. I don't know. I'm honestly I, just, I want the Nuggets to win, and they won. So uh, <laughs> tonight it worked. But it, it's an, it's just a thing I'm thinking about here. Like, 
Monte, it's like he can be in the right place, and he's just still a little too small. Yeah, you know? yeah. Were you surprised that we didn't see any P.J. Dozier tonight? I was. I was very surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, of course, he was part of the Lawn Boys, the closing. I, I talked about it what in did you, the list. Right. I, I did. I did, yeah. did you expect to get bumped? Tory Craig. Mm. And Tory Craig played very nicely tonight, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I know. can't say it was, it was necessarily the wrong call, but it's just funny. There was a lot of stuff that went right in game five from a process standpoint. Yeah. Where you go, oh, maybe the Nuggets are back into this. They win game six, but they kind of almost abandoned that process that yeah. got them game five. So I was, I guess, curious about that. Jamal Murray playing at this level, man, it's just like it yeah. changes the entire Nuggets yeah. trajectory. I mean, we talked about Michael Porter and the upside that he has, this or that. But, I mean, you're just adding Michael Porter you know, to the list. The you're th- at, you're oh, starting yeah. to fill in the gaps. But if Jam- if this is Jamal Murray, this is the thing is it like it's not changing the trajectory. It's just going on the trajectory we've been right. it, yeah. screaming back. about. We're back, like, baby. We're back on yo, track. Yo, these are the steps. Like, we don't skip steps. We are just walking up them. Like, that's the whole idea is, like, you still – keep rising you just don't like try to take shortcuts to get there and the nuggets are doing exactly that i mean they're they're following the the recipe to a t if they just keep loading up the back end they have players that are developing in the right way they're finding chemistry um i don't know what else you could ask for like and at a certain point teams are gonna have to think about the way that they guard this team more specifically jamal murray and he's yeah he's had a lot one of, of the great... things i'm so curious about for game seven yep. I'm so curious. And, and what does that do for Yoke and company? I mean, it almost, it always has seemed to me like Murray gets these spurts sort of in spite or despite of whatever is happening around him. But he's he's taking these pull-up threes. He, he's taking the, the necessary shots and making them to the point where you go, like those elite guards, is he bending the defense now? Because if you're I mean, Utah, oh, no doubt about you've got to make someone else beat you in game <laughs> seven. You have to. No. Yes, absolutely. It's it, Smith. Um, apparently, we missed video of uh, Mitchell and Gobert breaking everything as they left the court. Breaking things? Yeah. Send us uh, that video, please. I know. Like, oh, yeah. Can we find that me? producer team? If you find uh, Gobert and Mitch, you already have Can we look at it? Yeah, we need this. I also... Can uh, you, well, did you pull it up? Do we? I'll stall Oh, yeah, pull it up it so up. I can see it on the monitor here. I want to see I want to see these these guys melting down. I know. Like, what the age? <laughs> I, I regret to inform you guys that the, the jazz fan disliker has found that vi- this video. So oh, hell yeah. Nuggets just like fans, it again. get in there and just, just like it again. Just like it up. Give us a like. Please. Give us a subscribe, too, guys. It's the last day of the month. There's tomorrow, and I was trying to get... I, I have a record. I'm, I'm like 500 subscribers off. I had a, I had a lofty Yo, goal. I, uh, I, uh, so I, tell all your friends to like it. Create blocked, second accounts. Like it. I blocked my first person today on Twitter. Oh, wow. Was it me? Was it a jazz fan? I don't know who it was. They, they oh, were really? just being a jerk to me. I blocked my first person. It felt Yeah, go to it. Man. We're, we're, we're waiting for it. We're filling time here. By, that's all right. Let's see. Oh, they're upset. They're throwing oh. the chairs. They're a little pissed. That was mild. I'll be honest. That was mild. I expected a little bit more. Hold on. Hold on. That's a mild one. What? Did he just not go for a Peloton? <laughs> That's an expensive bike. Oh, Harrison will be pissed. Don't let Harrison oh, see this. Don't let Harrison well. see this. He's going to be oh, so That was mild. I don't know. Like That's you know regular frustration. I'd don't. i love to sit here and rag on the Jazz. You guys know I would love to rag on I love Donovan Mitchell. I don't, really, I don't really care for Gobert. I don't care for Gobert. I'm not into Gobert. I don't feel like anybody else No, no, no. I mean, we don't have. We can't hear the audio. So Nobody calls and one only to not get fouled or make the shot. More than Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Just Screw Rudy Gobert. Screw Let's Rudy play. Gobert. I'll wait for. I'll, I'll wait for it when uh, when Harrison Wynn gets back. Hopefully, everybody pretty quick. But another thing that happened in this game, and I don't want to overstate it, guys. Michael Porter's improvement on defense in this has appeared to be steep. Now, is he a good defender? No, he still gets beat. Although I do think his length like makes up for some of that stuff. Yeah. 
but just like in the wrong starting place to try to read the core. I just think there's no experience like teacher. Or there's no teacher like experience. There you go. There's no teacher like experience, and he's getting like there's nowhere to hide for Michael. Porter. There's no way for Michael creepy. Porter to watch the film, go out there and be like, it's not my fault. No, it's like yeah, I'm getting they're they're targeting me. <laughs> they're they're literally like, calling oh, yeah, me I out. Yeah. There, I, so and and I think that what you're seeing in him is like this like light bulb going yeah. on of just how dialed in you have to be, how much he has to grow. Because I'm sure when you play pickup with Michael Porter, he still kicks everyone's ass. Because pickup, there's no defensive identity, there's no like help and rotations. It's just pickup, and he's so talented he's realizing how much of actual nba basketball oh, yeah. is the other parts of it they're like oh, oh dude, coverages matter that's like all of these like you hear about like the rucker park legends that like oh yeah then you know like are oh yeah like, i like, could have been in the nba out <laughs> yeah. here they came out here <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like uh they light up danny green in the summer <laughs> yeah. and they're like i don't get it i'm better than danny green You're like well yeah it turns out it, uh, like team basketball much more complicated than uh, just going and knocking her down Joe Ingles, Royce O'Neal, all all struggled. I mean, the Clarkson, the minus twenty four really sticks out. Like I mean, a it, look, if you look at the minuses on that end of the court, Niang and Clarkson. I mean, again, this is the Gary effect. We're talking about the bench units, which Utah has had bad bench units all all season until they played Denver, and then they had this incredible one. You get back a, a, an ace defender there. What mm. Clark's up must Clark down. There's only a matter of time before Jordan Clarkson stopped Jordan Clarkson. But That's I will true. give credit to Gary Harris this time. Oh, nothing makes me feel better when Get over here, Harrison, mediocre he's players play mediocre. Like, when Jordan Clarkson plays really, really well, it makes me angry. That sucks, but when he plays in a mediocre fashion... Makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah, God, I like this Jordan. Yeah, I'm Clarkson like, oh, guy. this I understand the world again. Like that's well, that's how Jordan calls. Check out, jo- check out the Peloton Prince here, the man with the wind oh. in his hair. Pull Let's your see microphone how he does in. with the microphone for Let's him see. Oh, nailed, nailed, it. It. nailed it! Nailed it! Nailed it! Uh, I'll take that. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, sounding good. A uh, little closer. Uh, oh, pretty yeah. so How's field. that? Harrison, better. Seven out of ten. We've had better? some. We've had some good. I think that's good. We've had some good post games. We've had some bad post games, and we've had some emotional ones. I'm guessing this one was of the emotional nature. What can you tell us about it? Yeah, very emotional. Um, I don't know. Did you guys catch his uh, we haven't caught anything. on-court interview? No. Uh-uh. Um, Jamal Murray, man, just like how he has handled himself on and off the court as a 23-year-old in these circumstances is unbelievable. Yeah. And um, we know he's wearing the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor shoes. Uh, he's worn those the last couple games. He was asked about them, of course. Um Jamal Murray was holding back tears in his post-game interview. He was, like, hunched over, bent over, holding back tears, um, just trying to get the words out. And he was pretty much saying how he and the NBA have found something that's worth fighting for, and those shoes help him fight. Those shoes give him life. Um, They help me find the strength to keep fighting. um, He he was saying this, like, like I'm saying, Holding back tears. Wow. Um, it, it was pretty incredible. And uh, at 23 years old, just to handle himself the way he has, it's so impressive. It's very impressive. And we, and we talk about the platform, and I don't want to put this on the players say so you have to come out and score 50 or whatever, but I do love that, oh, you know, first geez. of all, you get to score 50 points like this, and here we are, everybody's talking about it, and everybody, yeah. and, and you get that. And for him to be able – I mean, it's clear. You're looking at this video. It's so clear how much this is weighing on the players. That's why I don't like when people question it. You know, some, sometimes you see the, the eggs, right, the Twitter eggs, the, the, the faceless, nameless people that are go on there like, oh, it's all performative, this or that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Like, these guys are carrying an enormous amount of weight yeah. because of the moment and because of this feeling. They've, all, they've talked about this, this feeling of knowing are we doing the right thing by playing. And I think that when you see a guy be able to manage those emotions – 
Yeah. Have have the message get out that he wants to get out, but also have a 50-point game on top of it. I mean, that's just – Jamal Murray, I don't think anybody can ever question just how mentally strong that guy is, yeah. mentally and even emotionally. Yeah, it's um, – I don't know. This is a lot of, like, why we were saying that this championship will actually – probably mean more and be more difficult than any championship that's come before it. I've been like, saying it. Yeah. You don't have I the mean, you don't have the travel, you don't go into the opposing fans house and have to deal with the, you know, people screaming in your ear, but there's like a like a psychological element to this of not only being like sort of cordoned away from your family and your loved ones like you have you heard about Mason Plumley getting on the elevator the other day with Jalen Brown and having to give himself all of these positive affirmations about how I love basketball blah, blah, blah. like there's a mental grind here which you know and obviously the thing is is like these guys are gonna be fine you know like they're not actually in a bad situation it just feels heavy and it's like another obstacle you have to get through that typically you aren't presented with so well, well you can tell in like really everybody's post-game interview even after guys have huge games nobody's happy right, right? right. because I i'm putting myself in their shoes like they're out on the court they're free and then they have to just go back to their hotel rooms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Totally. Like you can just see that weighing yeah. on guys, even when they play unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's going to be so interesting it's, to see who can, like, weather that storm. Yeah. And I don't want to strike this note too often, but we talked in, in – you know, votes getting a baptism into, you know, Nug Life, the, what the Nuggets experience. This and, is not Nug Life. No, but it is. The good and the bad. In this one way, we've watched Jamal Murray grow up before our eyes, and there's just something so cool about that. And I think that's – especially in the NBA's being lost in sports more, more yeah. as, as the year goes on. Like, very few teams get to experience what Denver is getting to of oh. the – you know, these are our guys. We saw them when they were teenagers. We saw them go through all of these little benchmarks, and now we're here at this point where we're seeing yeah. a, a, a almost fully formed version of Jokic, of Murray. We're seeing the very first stages of Michael Porter, and it's just yeah. it's it's so, so, beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's so rewarding, and I just – to me, this is what it is to be a Nuggets fan, especially yeah. at this era. It's like we're not just getting, okay, trade now. Let's trade Murray for Giannis. Yo, I right. mean, you know, let's, let's go get Giannis. Imagine, imagine that, spending the last, like, five years telling everybody that, like – Jokic sucks. Yeah. Like the Nuggets aren't worth your time. Oh, like those they're people, a loser man. franchise. Like not getting to see the those people are still around and waiting, just uh. praying. And they live here in this city, and they're just praying the Nuggets lose so that they can play the note again. That's the only note they have. Let's take a break. I want to hear more about what Michael Malone had to say, what Nikola Jokic had to say. Do you have your uh, your ad reads ready to go there, Harrison? I do not. <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna have to go to the reserve here. Oh, look at this When we come back, I do Deer want to hear from headlights. Jokic. I want to hear from Michael Ballone. I want to hear what those guys had to say. And then let's look ahead to the best two words Game in sports. Game seven, baby. Game seven. Game freaking seven. It's only right, right? Murray and Mitchell going back and forth. This has to end in a game to. seven. It has to. Got to talk about Harrison's favorite Green Mountain Dental Group. Ooh. Green Mountain Dental Group is located in Lakewood. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro. They're also extreme Colorado sports fans just like all of us sure they were watching sure they're celebrating this big win we've told you guys this before uh, some of us have been in there our sales director Lin Lindsay was in there had her wisdom teeth removed she said it was literally the best dentist experience Thanks, of her life um, you we schedule you a too. cleaning oh, x-ray and exam you'll also receive a free sonic care toothbrush and uh, look no one likes talking with their dentist it's the worst it's mostly because you can't <laughs> no do one it likes talking with and you, they though. insist on it but hey these folks talk about Denver sports so that's a dub check <laughs> out Green Mountain Dental Group and schedule that clean and get that free sign. You won the Nuggets bet, Eric? That's I'm right. telling you, every and time the Nuggets <laughs> win, Eric wins his bet. Every time they Hell lose, yeah. he loses his bet. It's incredible. 
And we're gonna talk about Strava Craft Coffee, tell you guys a quick sad story. Walked into the bar tonight, wanted only one thing. It was sold out because everyone else wanted win. it. Too. He wanted a Nuggets win no, above I all. I wanted the Strava Craft Cold Brew, <laughs> okay. the CBD infused coffee that uh, just changes lives in my opinion. So Strava, CBD infused coffee, you can uh, have a schedule service. You can schedule a service to have this coffee delivered to you. I got it. Wow, Every you really two, get through it. four, six, or eight <laughs> weeks, I'm being K-Cups. Oh, Full beans are ground. This is a um, or you could just come to our bar and get Brandon the cold brew version. This out. And uh, <laughs> I'm melting and I'm getting sweaty. So that's it. Check out Strava Craft Coffee. <laughs> I love it. All right. So uh, what, let us know. What did, what did Michael Malone have so, to say? Um, Michael Malone, he, he coached LeBron for five years. I don't know if you guys knew that. But yeah. he, uh, he, he, he has mentioned it before. <laughs> um, he coached Steph. He coached Clay. He coached CP3. Um, Murray going hyperbolic. 50, 42, 50, right, in these last three. Yes. Uh, Malone said he's never seen anything like what Jamal Murray's done over these last three games. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have. Yo, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Uh, like, those numbers. I mean, remember how, how desperately Jamal Murray wanted to get 50, that he would defy mighty... Uh, What's his name? <laughs> Kyrie Irving and right. shooting his eye yeah, like he wanted it so guys. bad. And like now Screw he just him. is like just scoring 50, you know, in back to back games in the playoffs. It's like whatever. We've just moved on to the next thing. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, Malone also shouts out Gary Harris, Mason Plumlee, Jeremy Grant, because it's probably going to be lost in this game. But those three guys were huge. Yeah. Uh, Plumlee's energy. Jeremy Grant shooting like, oh, my God. Uh, and Gary Harris's defense. What was Jordan Clarkson today? No, uh, he wasn't good. Minus Bad. twenty-four, I think. It was five for fourteen. Look at that minus. Six you know what he was Minus today? twenty-four. Minus twenty-four sticks out. You know like what he a, was today? He was Jordan, Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson. <laughs> and Gary Harris Nature was a healing. plus sixteen <laughs> off the bench in twenty-one minutes. Uh, uh, I tweeted this out tonight. I mean, well, there's some debate now about who the best player is, but I have a Jamal's the alpha. Yoke appears to be the franchise player. But Gary Harris is Mr. Nugget, man. Longest tenured player. To my opinion, Mr. when Nugget. I when I talk to fans, I think Nugget. this is the guy. This is anecdotal, Gary of course. They most Harris. want to see succeed. Oh, you yeah. talk about emotional boost for just not just the team, but also the fan base. The brightest timeline. He was there for the seven, and he did not. Remember, he had like the over yeah. 16 or whatever yeah. game. Doesn't matter, because, again, he contributed the part that he has yes. sort of grown well, into. And, and I just about? think the brightest timeline here, if Denver gets this all done, it's with Gary there. It's with yeah. Gary contributing. Should, should we talk about it, though? Is it time? His hair. What do we think? Oh, I'm with it. Are Keep you kidding? Yeah, I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, it's yeah. love it. Love it's great. It. Okay, it's great. That's I'm not. I'm Summer a little iffy. Gary. I'm a little iffy, but we got. No, you three. know why you're iffy though? Because Gary Harris doesn't have a ton of personality that he shares with us. Okay. We don't really get a lot of it. So when you can express it through something, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, it's I the like quiet. To, he's the quiet, straight laced dude. Yeah. But his hair's a little wacky. Yeah. I like to express mine through song, as you know. Oh, I do. We do know that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is great though that Gary is here for this like run and for this team climbing and ascending up the Western conference, because he was here for Brian Shaw. He was here for the dark yeah, days. Yeah. He's been here through this whole rebuild and I'm with you vote. I think he is Mr. Nugget for sure. Um, so I, I think it probably means a lot to him just to still be here. No, yeah. and, and there was a timeline, a, a timeline that almost happened where he was traded. Yeah, right. for, we all several times, several, several times. I mean, a week ago we thought we'd. Yeah, I, I know. I, think, I feel like this is a continual timeline that he's like always sort of like on that in that discussion. But uh, who's going to trade Mr. Nugget? Who? Who among us? Uh, Nikola Jokic yeah. after the game. Uh, I don't have much from uh, Nikola. 
the, the post game interviews have taken forever, so I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to get on the show. I wanted you on the show. So I want to play. The, we're not going to be able to hear this, but I know a lot of fans have wanted to hear uh, Jamal Murray's comments in their entirety. We have those queued up, so we're not going to get to hear it. But, but we'll go ahead and play that for everybody that's that's watching or listening. Let us know how inspirational they are. They the each scored fifty in the same game. Back to the drawing board. We doing I mean, the highlights here. It's a good one though. I won't lie, that is a great one. Nine for twelve threes. Are you kidding me? No defense could have stopped the way he was shooting space in the floor tonight. That's just a grown man game. You can tell by the names he's put himself up with. You need three minutes. Okay, he's got to eat some time. All right, let's talk about game seven, guys. Because now twenty-one, sixteen, and twenty-one. Those are quarters. Oh, this is the video. Oh, there was just like Jamal Murray. Your coach told us before the game that this week has been an emotional roller coaster. How did you carry over momentum from an explosive game four, game five, and then put everything else aside that happened this week and go out and drop fifty? in a must-win game tonight. You got a way to win. These shoes mean a lot. With all the... Shoes mean a lot. Take a deep breath, Jamal. You were outstanding tonight. We understand that, that these are tough times. Jamal, what, what are you thinking about right now? I just want to win. And in life, you find things that hold value to you, and things to fight for. And we found something worth fighting for as an NBA, as a collective unit. And I use these shoes as a, as a symbol to me to keep fighting. All around the world. So like I can say they give me a lot of power to keep fighting. We want to win. I show my motion. It comes out. So you have a picture of George Floyd on your right shoe here. You got Brianna Taylor. Why? Why has this been so personal for you, Jamal? Because it's not just in America. It happens everywhere. And uh, for us to come together at the NBA, and you know, it doesn't take one meeting. It takes a couple meetings, a few meetings. It takes phone calls. It takes persistence. It's not gonna take one night. And we've been doing, trying to fight for 400 years. But these shoes give me life. Even though these people are gone, they give me life. They give me. Uh, they help me find strength to keep fighting this world. That's what I'm keep doing. You're a special person, Jamal Murray, on and off the court. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Thank you for all you did. There's a lot of people, B.A. and C. Webb, that are proud of Jamal Murray all around North America tonight. Yeah, that, that was something else. I mean, he pulled it together mm -hmm. and, and on a wow. night when he could just talk about all I mean, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> not be a bigger fan of this young man at the moment. So impressive. Yeah. Having his moment, man. And um, look, I mean, also a, a sobering reminder, the importance of him reminding us after a win, after a feel-good moment. And not just, well, of course, you know, there's the strike, there aren't games, or not just the Nuggets just lost, or it's a practice question that a player deflects. Murray is, is, is finishing the best stretch of his career right now, the biggest moments of his career. And that's where his mind went. And it's just a reminder for me that that's where the mind of so many of these players are, win or lose, 50-burger or zero points. Um, and, and so a sobering reminder of, of just 
how much these guys are shouldering, and and we have to remind that ourselves of that as we evaluate them. I think. And, and I don't think once in that interview, I don't even know if he did this in the the longer post game Zoom, but um, like he never talked about himself in the sense of what he just did on the court. Yeah. You know, right. and I think I said that after the last game, he's always uh, he always is quick to kind of shout out other people yeah. and not take as much credit as he should. He did it again tonight. Guy, do we have Jamal Murray's highlight package ready to go? Yep. Let's relive this, man. Let's uh oh, I'm so ready. Let's walk down all 50 points here, man. I can't wait for this one. They each scored 50 in the same game. So glad they got a win in the Blues. First two opponents yeah. to What do you wear for game 7? You wear the Blues? Well, they won with the Blacks too. Whatever Jamal Murray wants to wear. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. Jokic, nine assists. Told you. And now the shot clock at six. Into the hands of Murray. Gets a screen. Jamal, 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 if Jamal Murray's hitting those, those like consistently Murray. next year, all-star. All-star. You need playoff performances to boost you like this. Jamal Murray, man, he's on the radar now. Knock down those types of three-pointers. You're in the all-star game. Man, Jamal Murray, so fun to watch too. You get, I'm getting texts oh. from. Oh, that's this. How aesthetically that clean man. is that? Is that step? And so back, yeah, you know? I, we're getting texts from a lot of people today that don't always text you about. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, as yeah, much yeah. as we totally. love Yoke yeah. and love watching the Jokic, not everybody does, man. But they love the Murray ones. His, his touch, underrated, man. His touch around. This, this I mean, this is gonna take 20 minutes to get through this. This. I, do, I, I just love that his name is Jamal Murray. His name is, and he's just like Steph Curry. This, I mean, this is the Utah. Murray and Murray. Like, are, you, are you kidding? This is the Utah Jazz man. that he's driving into the teeth of the defense over oh, yeah. and over. Just willing Making points. great reads, too. Royce O'Neal overrated. <laughs> is he even rated? So, well, yeah, he was rated very high after the first three games of the series. A murderer. It's funny, like, it's funny how your view of everything changes just all the time. Like, earlier, in, you know, in the, the second and third games of this series, I was like, man, the Jazz are loaded. Look at all these players. Yeah. Yeah. Watching now, I'm like, what a bunch of clowns. They have two guys. Man, you, you I love that face, too. Look at the face. I love yeah. it. That was, Jamal Murray is a good, uh, this after he scores, oh, yeah, like the post-score faces. Oh, that's filthy. That's filthy. Look at this score. Awesome just yin and yang with I mean, how few of these are those difficult, unnecessary mid-rangers? No, none of them. These are threes. These are all the teeth of the defense. These are all the right plays, man. Oh, yeah, it was a great play. They ran that one in in the last game, too. The Grant missed dunk. little laser. Laser to Yoke. God, I love Murray and Jokic. Murray also had that. It's probably not going to make the highlight because it was a missed three, but that incredible, like, left handed skip pass. Today. You guys believe the Nuggets are counting on a guy right now with, like, 700 minutes who's actually dope? He just doesn't know it yet in MPJ. Like, we're going to get to add MPJ to this, these two dudes. Can't wait. And Bull Bull? And who knows? Yeah, who knows? Maybe Bull Bull, too. Just bring him on out. Doing this in the DNVR bar is the next best thing, but you do. I just want to hear the can react to one oh of these, man. God. You know? It just. The DNVR bar. Now, it popping. It was popping. We, we, we got a lot. We got a bunch of Gary Harris chants in the room. Oh, my God. So many Gary Harris. We got a Jamal Murray. Yeah, we got to work on that. That was like a little. We had a couple weird ones tonight that I was like, oh, wow. They're really just going to keep chanting. the same cadence, but, you know, with different verbiage. Let's see what we got here. 
Late game, Murray, little late game. Oh my God! This is when Murray. This was when Murray was just like, guys. This last few minutes is. Oh, this one. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Oh my gosh! Get off the court. Get off the court level stuff right now. Didn't this game still feel losable, like right up? Oh, of course. For another 30 and, the, and then, in hindsight, why? Because Murray was just like, give me these. I felt like foolishly confident for the. How does he still have the legs for step backs at this point? Not even, we're not even done. He's got a, he's got one more. Oh, that scared the Jesus out of me. Come on. No doubt. Get, get out of there. He was ready for it, man. Jamal Murray. I mean, this is, this tough, is unbelievable, man. dude. All-timer. Basketball's so fun. All right, oh guys, God. so game seven here. So there's two, two, two things, I think, two conflicting theories going on right now. Number one, game sevens are a coin flip. There's a reason Phil Jackson, even with Michael Jordan in his quarter, said he never liked to be in a game seven because you just never knew what was going to happen, what player's going to get a silly foul called against him, what – Ball was going to bounce the wrong way. You don't know. And I think game seven, I think this one in particular, inside the bubble, everything, all the emotions, I think it's going to be a coin flip. The thing working against that is that the Denver Nuggets really do seem to have figured something out about yes, this Utah Jazz have. team. And there are moments over those last two games where we felt very confident in the Nuggets, more so than we thought possible after the first three games. Harrison, I'll start with you. Okay. Going into game seven, do you feel – confident about Denver do you feel like it's a coin flip or a little bit better or worse than a coin flip for Denver I mean I feel like it's better than a coin flip with just how Jamal Murray's playing like it's tough envisioning him having a bad game at this point in the series you know um I guarantee you it's going to be a close game yeah I think it will. I guarantee you it's going to be close deep into the fourth quarter oh. but um the Nuggets are playing with a confidence now and play with a confidence in game five that they didn't have anything close to in the first three games of this series. Uh, something clicked for them defensively. I think they know, they know deep down they can stop Utah. And I think earlier in the series, there was a lot of doubt that they could defend these guys. Uh, so I, I just think from a mental standpoint, they're in a much different place than they were in games one, two, and three. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking Denver, of course. Um, they've got the momentum. They've got the confidence. Vote. Yeah, I also think, uh, I think, like, the divine one has seen himself bleed here, right? Like, Utah's missed some shots. And yeah. there was this unbelievable cyclical energy of, like, the hoop just is so big to them right now. And you have to wonder, I mean, eventually, they, they missed some, some big shots down the stretch of this game. And Clarkson had a tough game. And Ingles was nowhere to be found. So you do have to wonder if some of that excess outlier shooting, even despite Denver's bad defense, has maybe dried up. Um, I think Denver has the momentum, but I don't think there was good process tonight. I think Jamal really? Murray was. Oh, I think there was. I, in 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 certain ways, like I don't. I think he. I didn't like the starting lineup. Thought we well, he stuck with them too long. Way too long. Um. So like it took Jamal and Yoke a little bit to get going and shoot up some threes. So I don't know. Like I think Malone needs to. If he goes with that same lineup that started, I feel I feel scared about seven. D line. So we added Gary Harris to our lineup. We are a different team than we were when we started the series. Um, I could not feel more confident about the Nuggets going forward. They have f absolutely found something about the Utah Jazz, and more than anything, they've just realized that they're a better team. They are the better team. Um, 
I think they are. I really do. I like. I'm, I'm serious. Like when you look at the Utah Jazz now, you're like, all right. I would rather have Jamal Murray either on equal footing or over Donovan Mitchell. I would absolutely rather have Nikola Jokic over Rudy Gobert. I would absolutely. I mean, like, who, who's next? Jordan Clarkson. Like, it's who, the rest of the guys. It's really yeah. MPJ. I'll take MPJ over Jordan Clarkson. Royce O'Neal. I mean, Joe Ingles. I, none of these guys make me even remotely nervous. And so, just changing the dynamic of the players on the court changes absolutely everything. It's been changed, and like, I don't know how you couldn't be super bullish on these Nuggets. I still think it's a coin flip. I know I'm the Deb Downer of the group. Um, Get out of here. <laughs> uh, look, there's a couple things. Denver, after losing games two and three, had to make adjustments. I think if you're Utah and you're up three games to two coming into this one, I think there's re- – and you barely lost, by the way. You almost you almost had one. I think there's reason to say, do we need to adjust? Do we need yeah. to do this or that? And I know it's hard to make adjustments going into the final game because you don't know if those adjustments are going right. to blow up in your face or what. But I do think that Utah is going to make a few adjustments to try to get a little bit better. The other thing I'm curious about – so, and I, Michael Malone would never answer this. Denver dominated Utah's bench tonight. Their starters got beat. But we talked about the Paul Millsap thing and being an anchor. I wonder how much of that was Michael Malone saying, we just have to stay even enough with those lineups because we're going to beat them on the back half and we're going to close with our best lineup and that's going to matter. I don't know that he would ever confess to that or admit to that. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know if that's the winning strategy. I mean, game seven, maybe you just play your guys as many minutes as possible. Yeah. But I do wonder if there's something to that, um, sort of that strategy. But nonetheless... We talk about Jamal Murray, guys. Donovan Mitchell has been just as impressive or almost just as Absolutely. impressive in the series, and those two guys are going to bring it. I, one thing I will say, though, one thing I will say, Jamal Murray, I think, has still played within the offense. The offense is him, a lot of it right here, but he's played within it. There were some times tonight watching Donovan Mitchell where I go, he's getting a little dribble happy, right. getting a little, a little ISO happy. A little tunnel vision little from tunnel Donovan vision Mitchell tonight. And a little, like, upset with teammate. A little, you know, oh, I gave you a good look. You didn't convert. And – you know, it's a game seven. Again, they get rolling early. Maybe they get their confidence back. Maybe put them away early. You can really break that confidence. But um, I don't know. It's just going to be so – it's going to be tough. I will what say, though, series. man, like veil of ignorance, if I knew nothing about the series, two months ago, now, even a year ago, if you came to me and said it's a game seven and y- and Yoke and Murray are playing, I would say I, I like Denver's chance. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. just those two guys in a clutch game, Denver needs it. I think they both step up. Yeah, where, does this, where does this rank upon – I mean, this has been a shitty year, guys. Like, not just in sports, but I mean, I'm still talking about a shitty year. Like, this was, we needed this. I mean, it was. The, I needed this. This was. This is an all-timer. Tonight's game, and really every win in the series has been an all-timer. The last two were, like, very, I mean, as damaging as they could have been to my psyche, they were as edifying to my, like, I went, I could have gone down two, but I went up four. Let's get this game seven win because we can call back a lot of people. You got something else? Yeah, the last thing I'll say here, um, Gary Harris's impact tonight, we t- talked about it a little bit, but you could just notice a total shift in, like, the energy that the Nuggets have on defense when he's on the floor, it seems. Yeah. Like, he's so active on the ball and off the ball. He made a couple great defensive plays off the ball tonight. Um, but he's, he's going to be huge in game seven, I think. I wonder how cut down the rotation gets, uh, but – I've got to think Gary's going to be playing 20-plus minutes, 25-plus minutes. I'm curious to see what happens. I mean, I really don't know. Again, I don't know if you adjust the starting lineup. I don't know if you make these big adjustments. I don't know. It's going to be a crazy. It's game seven inside the bubble. I can't wait. Thanks, everybody, if oh, you're hey, watching. Uh, king of the game, which oh, we did king not of the get game. to. How have we not mentioned king draft, of the game? Okay, the draft three, king, king of the, of the game. game. One, two, three. 
<laughs> Mason Plumlee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamal, Jamal Murray, Murray 50, 50 points. points. My goodness. My king. Big my king. Freaking arrow. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. Don't forget, if you're listening to this as a podcast, you can go on YouTube and hit subscribe. I have a I have a goal to hit tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's so far away. I hope everybody subscribes to the DNVR well YouTube page. I might as well not say it. If you're watching this video, hit the upvote, hit like. Make sure you I'm hit the little like bell next myself. to subscribe so you get notifications. <laughs> Do all of that stuff. Everybody else, we'll see you later. Hey, can you close your, your microphone? <laughs> we'll see you guys. <laughs>